This is Flow and Vent Radio. Flow and Vent Radio. With, with, with Rob, Mike, and Mike. I was going to say something. Yeah, you, you gonna I say was going to do it. Something. Let's, let's bang on the desk while we're trying while to we're get trying the intro going. Yeah, we tried it three times. And we're back. <laughs> we're back. been a couple weeks now. Ooh, it's been, it's been a long time. Yeah, we're falling behind now. We, had, we had had those is two... Instagram live. Yeah, we did the Instagram kind of. live, which kind of backfired on everybody's own. Yeah, sorry, sorry about that. We're, um, we're working on investing in some uh, high tech stuff. Yeah. Maybe like an iPad. Probably not, though. That'd be smart. <laughs> um, That'd be really uh, smart. But now, now it's official. We are uh, sponsored by Chief Miller. Yeah, we're officially sponsored. So. Add, added to that whole uh, group of podcasts out there. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Different. It's different, though. We were on the underground circuit for a long time. <laughs> well, eventually you discovered. Yeah, eventually. Somehow. Anyway, today's topic. Today. What are we feeling, huh? Well, we got, uh, we got some requests from you guys of uh, different things you wanted us to talk about. We were perusing through the list. Oh, perusing. And, uh, of course, the, the one topic someone sent uh, <laughs> struck a chord with Rob and I, and it's, of course, truck company operations. Yes. So you might get 45 minutes of us bantering on how... Many if, things. If, if the tower ladder's not there, then it doesn't really even count Did as a fire. Do you even <laughs> stick in the back as an escape? I mean, this this is gonna, this is going to be we're going to be all over the place. This is going to be opinionated too. So, and this is going to be an extremely Obviously. opinionated no. podcast. No, not with you too. Most of us, hmm. most of us are, but but it's all for fun. Yeah. So let's, let's get uh, the mind going. Let's talk about the hook and ladder. The hook and ladder, the tiller. The, ooh, the tiller. The bendy why, why, truck. Why did you go right to the? Well, because a hook and ladder can, is considered a tiller. It is touche. Touche. Yeah. But go to Firehouse Subs. It has a sign on the wall for you. For yeah, those that don't know, you also get an Italian hero next to it. So I don't know really <laughs> if their their true definition of a hook and ladder counts with lettuce, <laughs> tomato, oil, and vinegar. So. Anyway. Anyway, let's uh let's talk a little bit about the truck. Let's talk. I'm about to get sued by Firehouse Subs. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good. Stick. It's good food. It's good yeah. st- <laughs> uh, let's you know. Let's, let's start off basics. You know, tower ladder, mid mid midship, rear mount, straight stick tiller. You know, yeah. obviously every truck has a different. What are you saying? Pros and cons for each. Yeah, one? not not even pros and cons. I think every truck, every the overall objective for you know the ladder company is going to be the same no matter what you ride on, whether okay. what what kind of truck it is. I think pl- obviously placement, um, everything along that nature is different to every truck Correct. that you have. Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. but at the end of the day, for the crew, it's search rescue. Ventilation. At the end of the day, the tower, you know, the tower that, ladder, the, the yes. crew of the tower ladder, the truck company, okay. is the same objective. Gotcha. No matter what, I think as you approach the fire, as you approach the scene, um, depending on what ladder truck you are on. Mm-hmm. Is going to you know your placement because mm-hmm. let's you know let's start it you know first and foremost placement is is key. Yeah, you don't place it right, you you screwed. You don't place it right, you're screwed, and we have to talk about that right off the bat. And you know, goes into our chauffeur. You know, the podcast we did ages ago about the chauffeur, but you know, we could do a whole one on placement too. You know, placement is key and vital to how the whole scene works. Yeah. You know, if the first dew engine doesn't pass the house, if the or pull before the house, it stops dead center. If so, if something something goes wrong in that, you know, it just made the job for the tower ladder twice as hard. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong; there are some times where the engine has to go in front. It, unfortunately, you adapt and overcome, and you turn into a ground ladder game. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I think you know every every situation presents itself differently. Yeah. So. Every situation will be an adapt and overcome type situation. Okay. Ideally, you know, what would you like? Something like, you know, a fire I just had recently where it's Main Street, USA. Three I can sides are I can shut the entire street down. I got my first due engine on one side of the street, my second due engine laid in on the opposite side of the street, rolled down, the tower ladder had the entire front of the building. Mm-hmm. Overhead wires weren't even a concern. You know, it, th- that's ideal. You know, ideal, that's textbook, that's perfect for what you want. Obviously, we know not every fire is going to be like that, nor is every fire going to be the same. Yeah. So I think positioning right off the bat is something that we need to start and talk about. Mm -hmm. Because 
the way you position your apparatus is going to be the way how you whether you it's going to be you know an aerial ladder game or it's going to be a ground ladder you know gotcha and I mean I don't know how I don't no, know I mean uh, you know the stick with the midship you know the, the midship tower ladder ladder tower however else you want to call you know call it um, I like ladder tower I like ladder tower <laughs> I like the tower ladder but um. <laughs> There's a lot of little things you got to look at too that are, I believe, overlooked uh, sometimes when when discussing placement. You know, outriggers where the outriggers are going to land uh, is a big thing. You know, we experienced something up in the, in our neck of the of the woods up up north of one day when uh, we were, you know, it was a quaint, but using this is for a stick story, but mm-hmm. um, you know, multiple uh, house struck by lightning, multiple oh, companies, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, we're the first truck. An, I know our engine's coming in behind us. You know, you can get in both directions on the street. Uh, I knew the one engine was coming down the hill, so we took the front. But with the, I heard another apparatus coming in. An elevator platform was coming in behind us. Mm-hmm. So why not use both aerials on the same building? Instead of getting used to using, oh, this one truck's here, set it up. You got two. Use both. So, you know, with my guys, I now preach always, always, always don't pass up your truck spot right. the same way you don't pass up a hydrant unless you know there's another hydrant. You know, so I, I told the guys, we're not going past the AB corner. Leave it here. I know our quint's going to hit the roof to where the affected area was. And then we had the D side and the A side open for the other aerial. Mm-hmm. They still get three sides. They get the roof, the front, and the D side. We get the roof, the B side, and the A side. So there's not much complaint there. You had the opportunity. But now, you know, like I said, I preach that to the guys. Is yeah. If you know the truck's going to make it from where you are, don't mess with it. You know, let the engine or the other crew say, listen, it's done. You can shuffle engines around a little bit. You can move hose here and there. The truck, once that million-dollar piece of equipment is set up, well, one, yeah, that's absolutely. it. Once, once, You can always shuffle in the future the progression of fire and whatnot. But initially, if that thing's coming in, you know you're going offensive, defensive, technical, whatever. Yeah. That's the way it's going. When the outriggers are out, that's that's kind of the, this is where the truck's going to go. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, like you said, I think that every situation, you know, we would have to adapt if we had to shuffle something around. Yes. And yes, it, that does it come, happens. that does happen and it does come about and if you have to do it, you have to do it. But in the same regard, like you said though, once those outriggers are out, that's where that truck's staying. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, it is imperative that, you know, it's it's... You know, it's it's one communication, I think, with all the chauffeurs. Yeah. And it also comes down to your department's protocols and SOGs. Exactly. It co- you know, is your department's protocol the first new engine every time pulls past the house? Every time, no matter what. Whether it's a side street, main road, dead end, first new engine passes the house. Mm-hmm. Or is it prior to the house? Mm-hmm. Does the first new engine secure a water source? Like, these are all what falls into what your department yeah. does. Exactly. You know, where, where I'm from, we, we have, you know, mid-mount ladder tower. And it's different for us than uh, the ladder a half a mile up the road or a mile down the other side. Now, I'm very fortunate where I, I operate a mid-mount tower ladder and I've operated a rear-mount straight stick. Mm-hmm. Fortunate on both ends. Yeah. And placement for both of them are just left and right. Different animals. Different animals. Same objective, same goal, but different animals, and you have to be able to you have to be able to think off the cuff. Mm-hmm. And it's the same when you're doing, you know, your engine placement, your rescue truck placement for extra. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's the same concept, but yeah, you have to you be just, able to do it. Yeah. You know, and, and I think the, the placement, once placement, you have placement down for your, your aerial positioning, your aerial apparatus, I think the rest of it just kind of flows into place. You know, I mean, you know, if, if you're... You're going to a, you know you're going to a job in your first due. Uh-huh. Nine times out of ten, the the latter company you're going in for search and rescue, or search. We'll call it search. We'll mm-hmm. call it search and rescue. We'll the textbook search mm-hmm. and rescue. We'll call it primary searches. You're going to go in. You're going to start opening up for the the engine company. You're going to start doing this stuff. Roof work isn't what you're. Yeah, that's the second. That's the second due. third due. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know the first due company is not going to the roof. So, I, you know, in that regard, I think that's why everything, you know, falls in place. Now, by, by all means, first do, there's, just because you're not going to the roof, the truck should not be on the outriggers. The, the ladder should not be not in the air. Be ready. Be yeah. ready, because not for nothing, use it. Yeah. 
Well, that's like a big because thing. if your second new truck can't get a good spot, they're going to use your truck. They're going to use your truck, and why not? Yeah, that's and that's another thing with the towers, uh, especially the mid mounts, is um, I feel like a lot. You know, FDNY you see in every YouTube video, they're always prepped for the defensive offensive setup, the blitz with the with the yeah. bucket. That's a big thing that I think a lot of guys should look into. You know, because when, like you know, Main Street USA in my town up here. You have to park almost in the parking spot on the opposite side of the two-lane road to be able to open that up. Mm-hmm. You know, 35-foot swing of the boom to come down. But the guys are like, no, no, we're going to park right in the lane and put it right up to the roof. Hey, bro, your, your climbing angle is going to be ridiculous. I know you got the elevator. I love it. I ride it. But when you keep operating, it's going to be a headache. B, your outriggers. All right, well, now you're in the collapse zone. Well, that's the biggest thing is the collapse zone. Yeah. But all these things build up and add up. And, and you know... I think we're very fortunate in, in this area that we're in right now where, you know, may, whether it be Main Street USA or, you know, 123 Smith Street on a side road in town, mm-hmm. we have that capability of just closing the road. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah, and, and, and yeah, yeah. We, we have that capability. You know, we, we did have a fire once in, on my Main Street in my town, and that was it. Mm-hmm. The road's closed. We had one last week. The road was closed. You know, you have that capability, and it's nice because... You can set the tower ladder up or your, la- your stick or whatever. You don't have to worry about being in the collapse zone. I mean, the, you do have to worry about it, but it's not, you're not in danger of being in it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you have these opportunities, and you have, yeah, exactly, you have the opportunity to work with copious amounts of space. You know, you can set two trucks up in the middle of the road and be fine and don't worry about it. There are also some side streets you can't do it. It dictates, mm-hmm. you know, Main Street where you work is a little differently. Just a little bit. You, you're not shutting rows down as quickly as we're shutting rows down. Yeah. It's a little bit bigger of a process. That being said, I think the biggest part of positioning when, when you turn around and look at it is knowing that collapse zone. The length times, mm-hmm. length plus one and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you have to know where it's, you have to have a general idea of God forbid something's going to happen. Now, as we said earlier, don't get me wrong. If you have to put it in there, you have to put it in there. If there's a you know life or death thing, something that's something that's dictating that truck has to go there right away. You gotta go there right away. You gotta do what you gotta you do. You gotta do what you're gonna do. No matter you're gonna do what you're gonna do. You gotta do what you gotta do. You know nobody wants the 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 headache afterwards if God forbid something happens to it. But you have to what you have to do, especially if you know if it's a life in danger or in jeopardy that you're trying to save. Mm-hmm. That's going to be question number one. I think, like I said, once the placement's down and once you know these certain things, and that goes back to being a chauffeur. Mm-hmm. That goes back to being, you know, at work, you're on the truck. That's, that's what you ride, you know. When you go to work on whatever next, next shift is, you know you're going to be on the ladder truck. You know, volunteer companies, like the rest of us sitting in the room, mm-hmm. you know, I could drive the truck on Monday... Danny could be driving the truck on Tuesday. Mike's driving the truck on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Danny drives the engine, you know, Wednesday morning. He has to know. Everybody's got to know. And, and that's where it has to. And that's where your responsibilities, you know. And and I'm not saying by any means, you know, in the position you're in at work, should you not know the other responsibilities? But it's not as important for you. You need to know the responsibilities because you need to know. Okay. I know my first new engine company is going to go here. Mm-hmm. You know, I know where this engine is going to go. But you focus on the truck. You know, like I just said, I could be driving the engine to a job. Danny could be driving the truck behind me. I need to know where I have to go because I need so he knows that he could set up. Got right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and that all comes back to training. It all comes back to training, and you have to know these things. Yeah. You know, but get you know, getting back to just placement wise. I think once you have that placement down, I think the rest kind of falls in. And, and we, we, you kind of understand mm-hmm. what a truck company does. Yeah. I mean, one other little quick tidbit uh, with, with the Midmount Towers. Um, we did this with Champo when he came out to work with our department. Um, and now I'm just, it's just now it's engraved in my mind. Even Main Street up here, I bring it up and they're like, eh. Yeah, but just try. Well, listen, and to my, then, well, and listen then to my be- alone. Just well, yeah, and then they believe it for hours. But you know, like when you're when you're taking in the tower, you know, a lot of guys always say nose out thirty five, forty, whatever the correct number is. Always kick it out. Always kick it out. Yeah, 
but what about kicking it in to get that reach, to hit to the rear? Again, depend, depending on the severity of the fire, the incident, whatever, but now you can hit the gaps between buildings. You can hit the throat better on a lot of buildings. It's something that's not, I don't want to call it mainstream, but it's not really discussed. Another thing that's kind of just, everybody gets ingrained, always kick the cab out away, well, always kick it away. Again, obviously, incident dictates what you're doing, but if it's the fires in the rear of the building and your guys are pushing to the front, why not kick it in a little bit and get that reach to see, be I'm, operating over yeah. what they're operating? And I agree. I, I'm for either way, kicking in and kicking it out. I mean, obviously, with, with a midship and what people need to, to like, that, it's taken us years to understand is when you're pulling up, you have to, you have to be able you're to You're going know, through your own checklist. Well, you have to, not that you're going through your own checklist, but when you're pulling up, that turntable, you want that turntable to be able to reach three sides of the house, mm-hmm. three sides yeah. of the building. Yeah. You want to be able to three corners. That's what you want to be able to hit. If you can do four, well, that's awesome, but you want to be able to hit the four. Three. That kick out or that kick in, not only is it for what you were just talking about, being able to go over or reach over, what a lot of people don't, I don't think, it's not that they don't remember or they don't realize, because we've seen it hundreds of times, and I don't want to call it tunnel vision, but it a little bit mm-hmm. is. When you're working with a tower ladder like that, where are 90% of the ground ladders? My, at the rear and off the side. 90% off the rear. Out the rear. You don't kick out, you don't kick in, you leave that straight on. Your next incoming Locking is going in. butt- right up against it. What can you no longer get out? The ladders. Now you're just working with one. Now you're just working with one big ground, one big aerial ladder where you have another 170 feet of ladders in, in your bed, mm-hmm. in, in storage, where you can't get it out. So, I And mean, that's hopefully your, your engine drivers are... Well, and, and that's hopefully you know, the engine driver and, you know, your mutual aid truck companies know coming in. X, Y, and Z after Exactly. That. You know, X, Y, and Z. And, but the potential's know, there. The potential's there. And, and the kick out and the kick in, you know, whether 30 or 35 or 40 degrees, whatever it is, yes, I understand what the, the purpose of for, so you're presenting your mm-hmm. turntable better. But you have to have those, you know, that little bit of quick, just that knowledge that... Yeah. Okay, my truck company's going in for search. Next truck company's throwing ground ladders. Mm-hmm. Well, the next truck might not be able to make the block. Exactly. They're not going to be hoofing 35s and 24s up the block. You're going to take what's on the rear of your truck and start throwing them against the house. It's just what has to get done. And that's another piece when, when operating or when, when chauffeuring that you just have to remember. You know, it's not just one big ladder. Yes, it's one big ladder that you're going to be using. But there's hundreds of feet on the uh, underneath that you still can use. Exactly. You know, you have to remember these things. You know, and and that brings us to our my, brings me to my next thing with the truck company is, okay, so you know your first new truck, you're going inside, you're going for a search, you're going to assist the engine company with opening up. Mm-hmm. Now put yourself in the second new truck shoes. We've all been the second new truck to jobs too. What are you doing? You know. Why are you not throwing ground ladders if they haven't been thrown already? Mm-hmm. Right. Why are you not going to the roof? You right. know, we, we, or however you ventilate. But however you ventilate. And we had a great conversation with, with the boys from the Hook and Can when they were up about putting guys on the roof but not automatically cutting a hole. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree that you don't need to put a 4x4 four four roof, roof vent in every single fire. It doesn't need to be there. Yeah. Seven out of ten times, yeah, we're going to have to throw a roof in. You know, you do have a, a second floor fire, something like mm-hmm. that. If you have a, a, a basement fire contained to the basement, no. no we, we, you can wait. <laughs> By, you know, am I saying not put guys on the roof? Absolutely not. No, you can put guys on the roof. There's no reason not to. It's one more set of eyes, one more set of hands that you now have a full view of the house. Mm-hmm. A feel, full view of the structure. Because exactly. the guys on the roof... Depending on the the peak uh, the peakness of the roof, you can see all four sides A, B, C, and D. Yes, can just le- lean over and see it. They might see something that you don't. You know, and and as a second do truck, you need to you need to be aware of these things. You need to, if the ground ladders aren't thrown, throw them. Throw ground Music. ladders till there's no more ground ladders to throw. Yeah, yeah. that's the best. Is whenever you see an empty bed. Yeah. Throw ground it, ladders until there's no more. There, there's that picture from uh, Fire Boston has or something like that. Boston, Boston's the best picture. Boston, Boston picture. You want, the truck guy, the you want to be a truck guy? You move to Boston and go through the process. You you won't regret it. But throw until there's no more fire, right. more ground ladders to throw. You know we're very fortunate in in our little neck of the woods where we have some awesome equipment. 
awesome hand tools, awesome power tools, awesome apparatus. Mm-hmm. 80% of the towns have the same shit. Yeah. We all have the same saws. Why can I start my saw, but I can't start the saw a mile down the road? It doesn't make sense. You can. You know how to do it. Exactly. Just because it doesn't say your town's name on the sticker sitting on the saw doesn't mean you can't use it. Well, yeah. I want my saw to work. Who's well, guess what? Leave it in. Don't walk down the block. There's a saw. Per- there's a perfectly good There's saw sitting cool on that tower ladder in front, front, in front of that building. Yeah. And, and just remember these things. You know, yes, we all go to fires hoping to, to get to work. We all, we all do it. Everybody wants to go to a job and go to work. If you say, oh, I want to go to a fire just to pump, then you might want to get, you might want to get looked at. I've never met somebody. Well, actually, I did. I met one person who only likes to pump. Okay. <laughs> Hey, we need those guys. You, you might, I'm not saying you don't need them, <laughs> but I've, 99% of firemen go, oh, I don't want to sit outside. Right. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> that being said, there's so much to do before you actually have to go inside, that especially awesome. as the second new truck, you have to make sure this is done. And, and that's a, like you said, around here, depend on the, depending on your, you know, your home team, I, I feel like the, the truck company is starting to become, everybody buys a truck, everybody buys a this or that, a saw, I'm a truck company. But the amount of, yes, it's, in a, it's ventilation search is covered in fire one, we get it. You know, pumping and everything's covered in fire one, but this continuous practice and understand, it goes on. It doesn't stop the day no, you get it. And, and we've talked, we talked about this last week, you know, I, I do agree that, you know, just because you have a million dollar fire truck sitting in your bay, whether it have a 100-foot ladder on it, a 75-foot ladder on it, a 93-foot ladder on it, doesn't make you a truck company. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, you are the ladder company for your town, 100%. And you are that. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to practice on these things. You need to hone these skills before you can just turn around and say, well, call me for a ladder truck. Well, if I call you for a ladder truck, am I, are you going to use your ladder truck? Yeah. Or am, are we just calling you because you got them new, new well, shiny lights? Like, like you, you said, got a rotor like, like, we, like, like we brought it up a couple minutes ago. By the time the mutual aid truck gets there, their truck's not being, for the most part, used because the scene's going to be piled up. Yes. So they're going. You know, you want guys and a crew, company, whatever, mm-hmm. that's capable of the truck responsibilities. Yeah. yeah that's what we're going into today. And and and, right. we're, and exactly capable of the truck responsibilities, but and like. But what I just, like I just said, have to be capable of not only understanding the first do, but the whole truck responsibilities, but you have to the understand evolution of it. the evolution Continu- of it. Continuous work. Okay, I know you. We want to go inside, and we want to. We want to open everybody walls, to. and we want to. You know, everybody wants to tie in, and everybody wants. And they want to be in the fire. I get that, but you have to have ground ladders thrown against windows. You have to have a crew ready to go to the roof. You have to make sure yeah. these things are ready. Yeah, and. Being the first do ladder company on a scene, you're not being able to do that. You just you go inside, yes. Personally, <laughs> exactly. That's what it is. Go you fine. you, you go got fine, you yes. got lines inside. Hey, is a primary starter yet? No, they're stretching in. Yep, go. Whether you ride with five guys, three guys, or six guys, you're now primary. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. That's it. And that's it. But that's what you're doing. Yeah. Now that doesn't you know that doesn't mean when your bottle's empty, you come outside. You don't you know you change out, you go back in. You're doing primary. Life and property, that's still the first things we always try to save, correct? Mm-hmm. The engine guy's got to put the fire out. we got to find life. Yeah. we got to make sure there's nobody in that building. Yeah. Right. And that's, and that's the biggest thing is if you're riding that second-due truck, if you're coming in as a second-due truck company, yes, we, we, we know you want to go to work, but you have to take out, you have to assume the first-due truck company responsibilities on the exterior. Mm-hmm. You have to. You have to throw these ground ladders. You have to make sure the saws are started. And that's another thing. You know, like you said, you might have, like you said, two, three, four, five. Let's say you have six guys. You can split it up and say, hey, two, three are going to make the hole if you need it. And the rest are throwing ladders. Some of these ladders you yeah. can throw by yourself. Exactly. Two, three no, guys. No, exactly. Just get I agree. them up. I agree. It's definitely, you know, utilize everything you have. If you have six guys on that, listen, I only need two guys in the bucket on the roof. I need a hook man and a cut man. That's all you need on the roof. Everybody else, start their own ground ladders. Yeah. 
get ready because we might be, you know, you might use that ladder. Yeah. And not only you might use that ladder, maybe you got a maybe you have a bigger house, a a, a commercial size property that you're you're doing a, a big building. Okay. First dude truck hasn't completed searches yet. They're doing a rope rope search. Yeah. Next truck company. You had six guys, you have four left. Come on. You're up. Yeah. You know, but you have to make sure that these the outside responsibilities are taken care of before, you know, you, you bum rush the front door. I, I understand that everybody wants to fight the fire, and I understand that, you know, everybody, you know, it's something that that's why you're a fireman. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not a fireman for CO alarms and, and runaway boilers. Everybody wants to fight a fire. We get that. But there's so much to do on the exterior. It's overlooked. That's overlooked. It's like I don't know. How, I don't know how the correct way to say it, but it's like it's not the uh, it's not the most glorious job, but it's one of the most important jobs. You know, I I, I want to give a little bit of kudos to to our mutual aid because I, one thing that I've noticed, and and you could attest to this, is if the second due truck company is not on scene yet, I got to give credit to the rest the fast teams that been starting to throw ground ladders, that been starting to take over these things. You know, it, it's but take, that's part of the fast responsibility. Well, yes, it's part of the fast fast responsibility. I agree with you. <laughs> But it's it's knowing what's going on outside. Yeah. It, it it's it, you have to know what's going on outside before you can even realize what's going on inside. Even more than the fast teams, the chiefs that come up, come up mm-hmm. and they see you know, mm-hmm. there's no there's no ground ladders yet. It's middle of the day, not not a lot of manpower, and yeah. two mutual aid chiefs that that roll up and they're waiting for their truck to get there. They start throwing. Start start, like, start exactly. throwing. Yeah. Exactly. You have hands. Use them. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And and. Not only did you know does that happen, which is great, but it's one less task for that next in company that they have to do. Exactly. Yeah. It's one less. Oh, there's already ground ladders up. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. What's next? Anybody security yeah. utilities? Check it off right. the list. Yeah. Go on to your. Go on to the next mm-hmm. task. Damn. You know, it, it's the systematic approach is really the basis of. You, you know, and everyone and everyone always says that you know you you never go to. No fire is ever routine. Yeah, which we know. They're, they're, you know. Every fire is different in every in every different way. But if you use that systematic approach, you know, at every call or every fire, it'll make sense to you when it's time to do it. Yeah, and that's like we were mentioning in, in previous post videos. It's you know the way I train my guys or the way I like to train is it's like sports. You know, you, you grow up in peewee football. No pads, pads. You build it up. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with this, with the systematic approach. Obviously, take fire when they tell you why you need ladders. Then, mm-hmm. as you know, you develop your truck company within your town, department, whatever, you guys really start to understand, you know, this size is better for this, this size is better for that. But I know that, you know, the C side, the rear, has always got to be taken care of, you know, depending where you're from, for X, Y, and Z. And it just builds that continuous awareness and just operational, com- uh, shit, what's the word for it? Polish moment right now. <laughs> uh, it happens. It's been a while. I got nothing. Com- for you. you know, let's call it confidence. Awareness. That was something to see. Yeah, let's, let's call it confidence. So you know, you're you know, you always got to do it. Uh, and, com- confidence. Confidence. <laughs> Boom. It took a thirty I seconds. Mean, I, and I, and that that you know that's a great point with the C side is that's one of the that's one that's a side that no fire truck ever sees. Rarely does a fire truck go into the backyard of the house. Rarely. I mean, we'll see how bad we have. But yeah, you're going to need attention on the seaside. You're going to have to throw a ground ladder back there. You have to. You know, the, the, the sides that aren't going to be frequented as often have to be attended to as well as exactly. the A side. And that's why, like, you know, like for me at work, depending on the manpower, the chauffeur is the seaside guy. Yeah. So, you know, you're doing 10 things at once, but you're going to the rear, checking now, it. Does your chauffeur go to the roof? Depending on the incident. Yep. Depending on timing and everything. You know, in the beginning of the day, you're talking, the boss and the guy in the back go inside, always stay together. See, the chauffeur is setting up, going to the rear, and if ha- it has to, it goes to the roof. But, uh, you know, we got we got two trucks in service, so normally the second dude will do the ventilation part, but, you know... With the needs at hand, you know, our, my senior guy's been involved in situations where they're pulling up, he's throwing a ground ladder because they got victims mm-hmm. while those guys are going inside. So, like you said, on. So, first do, always goes to the rear when no, no, you're no. at work. No, no, so first do, 
uh, officer and, and firefighter. Yeah, I'm talking chauffeur first. Do chauffeur. Chauffeur checks the rear. Checks the rear. Mm-hmm. Right, no matter what. You're, my tour. That's how it goes. So you set you set the truck up and then you're you're booking right to the back of the building. Mm-hmm. Depend depending on the incident. Yeah. You know, sometimes if a little more or less scale, I'll just go to the rear, check it. Sometimes I'll go through, meet the guys, etc. Mm-hmm. Depends on it, it all depends the building, on the, the town, uh, the street. You know, like I said, Probably. once you get to know your first do and everything, you know, hey, off of this street, I can. I don't even have to go through a house to get into the back of the house, mm-hmm. or it's you know it's a joint. I'm gonna have to go through this hallway, go up these stairs, come down to meet them. It gets wacky, mm-hmm. but you know, you practice, you know your crew, and it it uh, it, it works. You know, again, it depends. But again, we follow the, we follow the SOPs and yeah, and, and then it's you know it it all comes back to having SOPs and not even SO just an understanding. Yeah, you know, just an understanding of what's going on. And that's a big thing. That's why I'm a huge advocate. We, you know, everybody knows that you always keep taking classes and training because, yeah, you have your SOPs, SOGs, uh, you know, depending on where you're from. You know who you work with. I know how Danny works. Danny, you know, we all four of us know, right. for the some part, how you're going to react in certain situations and what the guy's going to do. But the more you train, that saves, you know, that helps you in your memory bank. So let's say for some reason... You're doing, you know, we're doing a search. I'm in a room by myself. You're in another room by yourself, but we're a pair. You know, all that training builds up the the competency between us, mm-hmm. and you know, knowing that I can do X, Y, and Z, rather than just trying to kind of, well, I'm just sitting here. It's dark. What am I looking for? You know what you're trying to find. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, you know, train training goes a, a long way with with everything in the fire service, and it doesn't matter whether it's an engine company or truck company or rescue company. A squad company, a BLS unit, whatever you're riding, you know, obviously training goes a long way because you want to be the best you can be on what you're riding at that point. Exactly. You know, you you want to be that. So I got I just pulled up the uh, the PGs uh, SOPs SOGs I don't know, uh, general orders, right? So for their first two truck, you know, they have it's broken down into a couple elements: arrival and operations phases. So arrival, they got you know, the first two truck takes the front. A side and uh, you know and it's cool they you know they put it in here position after considering partial collapse zones and extension relocation based upon the deteriorating potential conditions stuff like that is cool to have in here and then they go into you know operations there's two defensive or or offensive you know, interior crews exterior crews and it really breaks down to who does what so if you're somewhere that doesn't have anything this might be something to look into it's mm-hmm. it's available online and it gets your mind going. I mean, it's just, you know, we, 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 we were essentially talking about it, the can report. You know, once you get on the roof, you can give a, you know, you can, can, can reports are everywhere. Interior, interior, full 360 interior. once you're on the roof. Yeah, you can give a full pick it up top and be like, yo, I got this on the seaside. No, no, okay. I think, I think, like, Danny could attest to this. I, um, when we're setting a scene up, we're really trying 90, 90% of the time to get that ladder truck on the A side of the structure. Mm-hmm. If, if we can, depending on, you know, your setbacks, all things like that. We're trying to get that ladder in in the front of, in the front of the building so we can be able to make those points does it always work like that unfortunately no it doesn't you know where where i am you know i i don't have setbacks as opposed to what danny has yeah you know where danny is is a, a different a different animal when just 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 on positioning yeah just on position not the firefighter firefighter fighting is the same but just positioning there's so much more that he has to take into account when he when he gets there before anybody else can take into account when exactly. when, right. when when they arrive because he's got to know what's going on where and where where it's going to go. So you know every every job every call dictates you know you want to do the same thing you want to do you want the first two engine to pass you want the truck to take the A side you know you want the rescue on the scene but out of the way a little bit if you know if it's not yeah. a rescue need. You know, you want that second dude to secure a water source. Yeah, that's that's all well and good, but what happens when it's not the everyday call? You know, what happens when it's now, you know, the house has a 100-foot front lawn? They do. They exist. Mm-hmm. Let's not pretend like they don't. Mm-hmm. Mile front lawn. What? Mile front lawn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, 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 it's, it, 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 these are things that happen. There you got you know, it, it, and again, that's where you know your pre-planning and all this comes into play. Well, your pre-planning, knowing your area, like okay, you put high, a truck on the front lawn. 
Why not? Pure septics. There's all. Well, there's, there's, there's there's so there's much. So many factors. But there's so many. There's so yeah. much to think about now. Yeah. Okay, I have a mile front lawn. Yes. How am I gonna? Okay. Is there a creek? You got the ones with the little. Bridges. You got the little you bridges. Get, you can't even get the rig on the property. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. over. You come <laughs> over. <laughs> see ya. See ya. <laughs> yeah. No, you want to? Okay, put the truck on the front lawn. Is it septic or is it sewer? <laughs> Whoa. Huh? Where does your shit go? <laughs> it, it, these are all things that you and you have to know, and that yeah. obviously goes into knowing your first due and knowing your area. But you know, as 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 a driver, as a driver in the engine company, the truck company, no, you're wasted. You you, gotta, you have to you have to know what's going on. Yeah, you have to know. I'm going to that side of town. Okay, things are going to be a little different now. Yes, you know, maybe you're not as the first due engine bypass on a water source. You might be sitting on it, waiting, maybe and you, then rolling it. it, it these, yeah, these are all things that you, you know you have to. I think you know this obviously came off a little to- topic from the truck company, but <laughs> no, it's it's still pretty. You, you know, it, these are all things that you have to know. You know, you're driving that first do ladder into this area of town. Is your ladder going to reach? No. Okay, so make but sure that I... stick might reach. That's on right behind me. Exactly. Get that ladder out of the way. If yours, if your tower ladder isn't going to reach, but that stick might, it has a better chance of making a driveway and just setting up and getting it. Put that thing somewhere else. Yeah, let's get the ground ladders off it, and that's it. Put that thing so you put that thing somewhere else. Utilize what you have. Yeah, and know what you have. And exactly, and know what you have. That's another thing is you always hear, "I'll give me my second or third alarm." Well, these guys are these guys are all right. Everybody's got a tower on their assignment. We get it. But if you know that the next town over has a stick. Two seconds away, call them because they may be able to hit. Like you said, they may be able to hit that driveway coming in from their direction and make whatever you, you, you got to make. Need, you need to know what you have, and um, there's just you know, there's certain aspects of not. I don't want to use the word tunnel vision because everybody tries not to have it. I know it exists, yeah. and I know unfortunately it rears it rears its ugly head at the worst time, and after ha- and after it happens to you, you're like. Right. You know, but, you know, utilize what you have out there. Yeah. You know, okay, it's, you know, we're at the situation where it's not ideal for this to go, mm-hmm. you know, side A, but I can get it on side B. But now this one's coming from the opposite way. Well, we, he can make side A. Put that thing on side B. Mm-hmm. You know, the, yes, the, you know, we all like the first dude truck to have the front of the building. You want that picture. But, but if it doesn't work out for you. You can go A A D. Exactly. And then your second new truck can hit, you know, AB. There you go. You're, mm-hmm. you're covered. Now both trucks can hit the yeah. mm-hmm. Exactly. Full swing on. You, you on just got it, you know, like, it's cheesy, but I, in the fire service, engine, rescue squad, truck, whatever, you got to be creative. You, you have to be. You can't be just, this is the way and this is the way. Yes. Shut the fuck up and go home, please. <laughs> All right? Listen, like I, you said. As you let's say you're you know Main Street USA, you're looking at the building. You're standing here. If you're a chief officer, whatever, you know you're looking at it. You know, you have a couple things to go through your mind. Mm-hmm. You can you know all right. My second alarm is three engines and an extra truck and a rescue. Well, I'm more worried about the trucks. So my truck's gonna hit like like Danny said. Maybe it's the AD because I can bury it into that cul-de-sac. Mine's a little short nose. It's gonna fit there. I can hit these two sides. And then whoever my second do is gonna you know cut and do whatever mm-hmm. you gotta do. Be creative. You, you know, have the, it doesn't you know hoses stretch ladders don't. I, I think for any <laughs> any chief officer that's that's listening to this. Thank you. You know can attest that <laughs> even even before you know your first Duke companies are even there. You're there. You know you're painting you're painting a thousand pictures in your mind mm-hmm. before there's even a fire truck there. Right. There's 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 maybe one cop running around swinging his baton at the smoke with his car with his car parked on the lawn. Oh no. But you're painting a million pictures before it's there and you're trying to figure out everything that you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know, Main Street USA, you got a Main Street USA, set that truck up the way you want it. Set that truck up for offensive and defensive. Yeah. That's the There's kicker. nothing there's no reason why you can't use a ladder pipe below grade into storefront windows if blitz you have it. to. If you have to blitz it. If you, if you have to use your blitz gun on a pumper, it's the same thing on an aerial ladder. Whether it be a stick, a tiller, a midship. If you have a if you have a ground ladder, put it down and squirt a nozzle through the ground ladder. You can do it. 
<laughs> These things you can do. Be creative. There's so much you can do it's with it. It's called an elevated platform <laughs> nozzle thing. All right, <laughs> master stream. Master stream. We're getting wild now. Be creative. But that's what I'm saying. A lot of it's just people. It's a lot less time to set up than a blitz gun. Right? Yes, it Listen. does. Listen. Charge the aerial. All right, we're done. <laughs> You're done. Okay. Now, I need a couple lengths of three inch over here, maybe a five with the Y, and then a sign. No, just use what you have. Use what you have. You know. Right. And that's you know, uh, you know. Let's just keep on with the tower. You know, I love I love seeing that below grade shooting up. It, it, you know, it, that's what it works. You, you know, now you want, now let, the drones Now out. let's say now let's put the disclaimer out there. You don't have to do it every single time, okay? If you have a pizza oven that catches fire, don't blow <laughs> four stories up with water. Yeah. You don't have to do oh, it. No. Yeah, and that's you know that's what you're saying. I agree with you because you know you see a lot of drones are coming out, or if you have a second aerial, or if you're on the news the next morning and you happen to have your you know your fires on TV and you see everything going on from the helicopter. One thing that's overlooked, like you said, is this. The use of the master stream on the aerials. Mm -hmm. You know, I was going to repost it from, I think it was Chicago. We put up a post, you know, in the beginning of the Instagram world days of using it as a uh, portable standpipe for, you know, whatever. If you don't have a standpipe in your place, you can use a towel or a stick. But when you're offensively using the truck in a defensive position, mm -hmm. you know, put that bucket down and shoot up. You know, you see the videos that all these trucks are shooting down. They're just hitting, you know, roof membrane and flooding whatever's there. Mm -hmm. But then when you see the guys, you know, when when Manhattan after we had the big one, uh, they had one in the city too. But they, you know, but they had ten thousand more helicopters compared to us. Mm -hmm. You see them under hitting the, I don't know, fourth or fifth or sixth floor from below. Utilize. And you saw, you know, you saw steam. They're hitting fire. Mm -hmm. When you're coming from below, you just see water coming out of everywhere. But they're still fire. It's capable of doing these things and use the tool. To your advantage. Yeah. You bought it. There's a reason. Use why, it. Yeah, there's a reason why you have it. Use it to your advantage. Yeah. You mean it's not just something that just has to look pretty? Ah. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. You, you don't say. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but use it to your advantage. Use everything you have to your advantage. Like you buy a fire truck. You're stuck with it for 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Well, depends on the town. Use yeah. it. Use it to your advantage. <laughs> you might have 80,000 miles on it, but you still got to use it. But, so like the stick. You know, we, we covered a lot about the tower ladder. Yes. Uh, for the most part, mostly mid-mount. I don't have any experiments with, with a rear-mount tower, so I really can't speak much about I, it. I can't either. I mean, so if somebody's got something, please shout, you know. Yeah, shout us out. you hear this? Write an email. It, please let us know, because I've seen them. They're big. We've had them. Guys they look weird with a bucket hanging off the front. I don't know but it's still how you're going to do that. But, uh, Thank God for buckets. Who wants to climb that? Corner? Anyway, the stick, right? <laughs> I, I'm, you know, we were talking about it. The stick is is cool. I like it. It's real. It's, cool. it's an extended, a massive extendable ladder. Yes, it is. It's so, a, it's an extendable ground. It's a massive ground ladder. And it's you know it has also a lot of capabilities, right? The, the, the hook and ladder came from it, whatnot. But you watch a lot of videos online. I'm gonna you know pick on the you know the brothers across the roof. You watch, depending on the burrow, mm -hmm. the fire, you see a lot of tower ladders and sticks, right? Sticks like the escape ladder. In my opinion, from, I don't work there. I've tried to read the paperwork that's available online, ask questions here and there. But when you look at a scene, you see towers operating, and you see the stick as a kind of like the oh shit way off. You know, get the truck, get the roof man up there, but they leave it up as an oh shit. And like in our situation, we have, it seems like in our first two, we have more sticks than towers Yeah, up here. So we try to use them differently. But you got, I don't know, you know I'm trying to get to, like, I like the stick. It's, it, I mean, in our case, it's small, it's quick. That fucking boom's got the speed. You know, it, it gets out of the cradle real quick. I, I mean, I think there's, there's definitely pros and cons, and there's definitely, you know, there's, there's more pros and cons in some areas, mm -hmm. you know, when you have to use it. Uh, I think that... Whether you buy, whether you you know you're looking for a ladder truck and and you opt to go to go to a stick, not that it's a bad purchase. It, it doesn't matter. Now you have it. Learn it. Mm -hmm. Use it the proper way. Yeah. yeah. Use it that way. You know, 
what do you, you know, are you using it as an elevated, you're obviously using it as an elevated, you know, ladder, but how, what's what the else? place, what else are you going to do with yeah. it? Yeah, you know, are you going to, you know, it's very taboo, you're going to take windows with it. I like, you know, yeah, you watch those videos, you're like, yo, that's cool. You know, it's, it, it's yeah. not rated to do we've that, seen, but we've it seen it done time. And it saves time, and it's great, and, you know, it, is it something that you can do? Absolutely. Something but that you no, want to right. do? Steel, I don't know if you want to do it. stick versus an aluminum stick. Little things like that. You got to know. You know I, I don't know if you want to do it. I don't know if, you know, I think that has to be a judgment call. Uh-huh. That that has, to be a, that has to be a situational judgment call where you're like, okay, we have to get these windows open and I just don't have the guys to do it. You're going to have to do it, clean it, and it's going to have to be for Quick. the best of your ability. Yeah. You know, that being said... Use that use that truck that you have as a ladder company. Use it to for what you need. Mm-hmm. Be it's the same concept. The tower ladder, the you know the operations. The, the operations the same thing. So now you have to be proficient on that. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down mm-hmm. to is being proficient on that subject on, on the ladder company. You know, if you want to be. A, a ladder driver. That is what you you want to be the chauffeur of the ladder truck. Be the chauffeur of the ladder truck. Mm. Make know where you're going to put this ladder. Know how you're going to set this ladder up. You know if you're on the lad if you're a ladder company and you're going you know your your ladder is a stick. What's your protocol? Do you leave the ladder in water tower mode or do you leave it in rescue? That's a big thing. That's kind of what do you what's your protocol? Yeah. What 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 do you you know what do you do? Yeah. Do you set it up and you know run the chauffeur runs up the ladder, throws so that lever and comes back down, or you leaving it? I mean, you could float water in you're in lose rescue mode. You're not going to use that first length. And I I read a report. I forget. I read the report. I read a report somewhere where it actually the the waterway blew off. Hmm. Was it in rescue mode or was it, it in, was in rescue. it was in rescue mode? Right, so and, the, the, and the water behind it, and the, the waterway blew something. off because of the, the pressure. Um, the pressure yeah. released that that swivel switch or whatever you want to call huh. it that holds it down in rescue mode. Oh wow! And it it, it blew off and <laughs> it didn't stop it. It, 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 yeah. it, it, it went full set. It, it actually <laughs> pierced the, the incident commander. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. So like these these are these are you know what what's your what's your protocol at your ladder? Mm-hmm. You know what is it? And these are all things you work out in your firehouse. Well, how do you how do you do it? How do you? And it goes it? a long way. I mean, we did a little, a little clip with uh, John from Beyond the Basics with the sending the saw up the stick. Yeah, a bucket. You can put a hook on it. Yeah, you, you can and put you it can in the bucket. Yeah, you can do know, it. The sti- you know, the stick, a little bit more uh, labor intensive. You know, yeah. Because one, one good thing, and, I, and I'm sure a lot of people have done it, is you know, you go to a saw shop and they have those plastic little things that mm-hmm. go on the side of a of a, yeah, yeah. a boom for a tree truck. Just, Mount it to the side of your ladder. That's it. Put that. Put the chainsaw. Slide it in before you send it up. And it's one last thing that you're you up there. You climb up. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, it's, it's don't a little around with it like that. Before, before, before <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't drive around with it. But no. But you, you know, these little things. Like, you know, the fire. Everything. Like we've you, always you know, said. What, what's What's nice is now. You know, get back to the the waterway rescue mode. What's nice with these things are you know, even though. Okay, you you say you leave it in rescue mode. Okay, so your your water your waterway stowed all the way, you know, on the first the first uh, first fly until until extent. Okay, what's nice is, all right, you don't need the ladder for a rescue. You can, your chauffeur can quickly retract, throw that lever, and come back down, and then and and now and now you're in full water tower mode. Yeah, that's great. You know, you you're able to do these things. You know, I don't. I don't know, you know, what I can't answer what the best way to do that is. Yeah. And I, and I don't think there is not that I'm not going to say there is a right answer. There's a manufacturer's there's, way. obviously there's a manufacturer's way, but you know, if anyone's listening who has a stick, please reach out to us and let us know what you leave it in. Yeah. Do you leave it in rescue mode or do you leave it in water tower mode? And yeah. just let us know why you do what you do. Yeah, that's all that's what we're asking. Because yeah, we always leave it in rescue, but like you said, depending on where you're from, it, depending on where you're from, it, it can might be, be totally different. It can be totally different. I understand if you put it in water tower mode with the nozzles with the tips, so you're, you're going to get that nozzle with you, and you know it, it's going to get in the way, but... But you never know. Some guys might use that as a standby. You get some kind of metro area that 
doesn't have, have a residential roof. Yep. And the, for they, some reason, have, doesn't yeah, have all the have, connections. Yeah, elevator water. They're always going to yeah. have it. Boop. I know. We show up to this side. Boop. It's going up. I got mm-hmm. 80 feet, whatever. You have elevator water now. You got you your own it. source. You don't mm-hmm. got to worry about... The, maybe you have a shoddy building. They have one, but you don't trust it. Just use the, use the stick. Use the boom, whatever, the right. tower, whatever you got. Yeah. So, I, I think it all comes down to what... Finally, you know, it all with something like that, it all comes down to what your... Paperwork. Paperwork is what... Not even what your paperwork is. It's what you guys do. Yes, of course, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be on paper. But always but don't be... You know, we keep talking about SOGs, SOPs, where you... If you, you know... If, those things also always have to be evaluated and re, you know, rediscussed. Mm-hmm. You know, time changes, occupancies change, towns grow, towns get smaller. Don't be afraid to look over these things. You know, if you're if you're a higher up, or even at the guys at the bottom, highlight them and ask questions. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's I've always been like big on that. Always ask questions. If you think there's something that could be done, bring it to somebody's attention. Nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. I agree. So I mean, you know, let's we'll end this. We'll end by saying, you know, the the latter company obviously it's a it's a favorite amongst these the guys talking right now. Um, you know, if you're listening and you have aspirations to be on a ladder company, career volunteer, whatever it is, you know, if you if you want it, work for it. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know just don't grab a a water can and a hook and a, and a just think you're 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 a truck guy now, you know. There's a lot. Read about it, study it. There's a there's a lot of information to understand that comes with it. Yeah, and and, and just earn it. Just send it. Just go full send. Yeah. Other than that, thanks for the support again. Yeah. Obviously, give Chief Miller a follow if you haven't done so already. Yeah. Well, we'll have the opportunity to meet. Uh, Ryan Pennington from uh, Jump Seat Views. Yeah. Killer dude. You know? Uh, you have the opportunity to meet out here. I did a class. and Nice to meet the guy finally. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks thanks to... Uh, thanks to Dan for sitting in. Chief, our Chief Miller. Uh, yeah, our, <laughs> chief, our <laughs> chief Miller. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you all next time. Deuces. Peace.